Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shipman Ship Shape Your Finances Show here on the CWR Network, and I am your host, Lionel Shipman. Uh, it is so great to be back. Uh, um, for many of you, my regular listeners, you know that I took a, I call it a little vacation break, uh, just to kind of get away, refresh a little bit, and spend some time uh, with my family. And I can say that we had a wonderful, wonderful time actually. Uh, If you heard me many times here on the show, I often talk about taking a cruise vacation. So uh, we try to do that every year, and we had a wonderful uh, vacation in the Caribbean again this time. And I just wanted to give a big shout-out to all of my friends there in the Caribbean that are listening in. Uh, Hello and thank you, and good to see you guys again. And I look forward to getting back to visit you and hopefully stay a little bit longer. So I just want to thank God so much for just this day, another day, to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Now, tonight we have a a special guest. Uh, Miss Sonia Smith Valentine will be here uh, in uh, in our main segment. And we will be talking about, you know it, finances. But we'll also be talking about her company, Financially Fierce. I love the t- I love the name of her company. Fantastic name. Uh, so please stay tuned in uh, for that segment. You don't want to miss uh, that main segment. Uh, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. Again, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. 7, 8. Now, if you haven't visited uh, the CWR Talk Network website, I would encourage you to do that. And while you're there on the website, uh, it's CWRTalkNetwork.com. Uh, sign up for our monthly newsletter. Uh, in the newsletter, you'll find some great information about what's going on in the world around us, as well as a, uh, I call it a monthly summary of all the shows that we have here on the CWR Talk Network. Uh, You can listen to the shows there on the website, not only my show, but the variety of other shows that we have. 
But you can also listen to all of the uh, shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Google Play. So we're trying to be as be across all platforms as much as we can. So, and if you have not connected with me on social media, I would encourage you to do so. Uh, you can reach me or connect with me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, you can also visit my website at www.shipmanconsulting.com and go to the site and check out the new radio promo. Uh, I would, and you can also see the gallery of all the past guests that I've had here on the show as well. So please check that out. Uh, some new things that are coming forth, uh, seeing that I've been off for uh, a few weeks here, taking a break, but uh, starting next month, and the month starting in the month of August, which is uh, tomorrow, <laughs> uh, I ca- I'm going to call Fridays. I'm going to call this new segment that I'm going to be doing on social media. I'm calling it Financial Friday Moment. It will be a minute or so video clip that I'm going to try to do on every Friday, sometime in the morning, sometime midday. I hadn't settled in on exactly what time, but look for that. It's going to touch on uh, some type of money or financial-related issue or topic, and it's only going to be a short-look clip, but it'll be a very vital, very informative clip uh, that will hopefully address some of the things that we may be going through in our daily lives or things that uh, may be affecting or may affect our lives, especially from a financial standpoint. So connect with me on social media. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, as, I, as usual, I always like to give as much time to my guest uh, during the main segment. So we are going to take a break. And when we return, uh, we will have our conversation uh, with Ms. Sonia Smith-Valentine. American College of Financial Services invites you to join us for our annual conference of African-American financial professionals. Join us in Washington, D.C. at the Marriott Marquis, August 6th through the 8th, as more than 500 African-American professionals from across the country come together to talk about practice management, networking, and the growing wealth gap in the African-American community. Some of our keynote speakers include John Rogers from Aerial Investments, Dr. Pamela Jolly, and former State Senator Nina Turner. For more information, go to theamericancollege.edu. Listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances Show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. 
And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. Well, tonight we have a very special guest. Uh, She is the founder and president of Financially Fierce, LLC. Prior to starting Financially Fierce and for more than a decade, Sonia was a highly successful managing attorney of the Valentine Legal Group, LLC, where she helped clients win over half a million dollars in damages for issues with credit reports, debt collection, and identity theft. Sonia is also the board of direct is on the board of directors for the Prince George Community Federal Credit Union, a financial institution with over $165 million in assets. She received her law degree from Brooklyn Law School and earned her bachelor's in science degree in accounting from Villanova. She is a frequent guest on NBC Washington. She has also appeared on CBS Network. Uh, excuse me, CBS New York, NBC Boston, ABC Washington, CBS Baltimore, NBC Salt Lake City, CBS Washington, NBC Baltimore, and CBS Pittsburgh. In addition to television, Sonia is a former co-host of Consumer Corner, which aired on Joe's Justice Radio Show on Radio One stations, reaching thousands of people weekly. I could say a whole lot more because her resume goes a lot, lot further than that. But I just want to go right to it. Sonia, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you for having me. It's always funny when I hear somebody read one of my bios and I go, did I do that? <laughs> yes, you did. Hey, I told you, it's more on there. I just had to <laughs> <laughs> I cut some of it, but please feel free, everyone. You get to the get to the site. Uh, expansive resume. So I, 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 it's a pleasure having you here on the show, Sonia. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, well, let's jump right into it. Uh, I always, seeing a fellow financial expert, I always like to learn about uh, various experiences growing up with money. How was your experience growing up with money? Um, it was tight. My mm. parents divorced when I was about five or six. And so for the most part, I was raised by my mom. Um, although I knew where my dad was 
after he wrote the very first child support check, he did not write another one. So um, it was, you know, basically we lived off of what mom could do. And my parents are immigrants, so my mom didn't have a college degree and all of those things to kind of help her necessarily get ahead. Um, But one of the things that she did instill was don't go spend a whole lot of money. (laughs) Make sure you're putting (laughs) something away. Um, I I must say I did get that from her. And so I probably took my experiences as a child. Like, for example, I did not have my own bedroom until I was a teenager. My mom couldn't afford anything but a one-bedroom for a long time. Um, Little did I know behind the scenes what she was doing was putting money aside to buy a house, which she ultimately did when I was a teenager. But most of my, you know, formative years, it was her and I in a one-bedroom, and uh, money was tight. Well, I love love hearing uh, where we started from and where we are today. And exactly. valuing, yeah, and valuing the, some of the principles that we learned during the early years. I mean, you said something right yes. there that your mom uh, said: "Don't spend money." That that's yeah. that's that's a rule that everyone needs to hear over and over again today, especially spending money yeah. that you don't have, or spending or overspending money that you shouldn't be spending. So, exactly, my friends joke. Um, at this point, they can recite it before I say it half the time. But anytime there's something going on, and I'm like, uh, you guys know my philosophy. And my friends are like, yes, we know. You like to keep your money in your pocket. <laughs> and that's my attitude. Like, tell me why I'm taking my money out my pocket for this. <laughs> I don't blame it. That's, I am, uh, of course, I have some coworkers of mine, former coworkers, that they thought I was uh, – they call me cheap every now and then, and I said I call it conservative. I I have some things right. that I like to spend money on. Uh, for instance, we just had a great vacation uh, with my family and I, and uh, we spent some money there. But yet and still, I I refused to pay full price, so I did not pay full price for <laughs> for anything. Right? Oh no, but, absolutely. Why am I yeah. paying full price for something? The same experience that I can get for cheaper. I, yes. I don't like spending money on things. Right. I like to save it so that, like you, I can go have experiences. Yes. Something that I would cherish so for the rest I, of my life. Right. Memories that I will remember with family and friends, and you can't take them from me. Things come and go. They lose value. They break. And most of the time, people spend money on things that they don't really need anyway. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now tell tell us a little bit about your company, Financially Fierce. I love. Uh, if I hadn't told you in the past, I love the type. I love the name of your company. <laughs> well, it's funny. When I decided I wanted to stop practicing law, I got tired of doing litigation, and I wanted to do something proactive. Um, practicing law is a reactive kind of career. The problem has already occurred, there's a dispute, and now we're trying to see if we can resolve it. And I thought to myself, you know, I I spent a bunch of years as a CPA before I became an attorney, and I thought, I've had all this financial knowledge, both from being a CPA and all the financial litigation that I did. There's got to be a way for me to do something proactive with it. 
So I started Financially Fierce. The name came to me in the middle of the night. I was sleeping. I woke up, wrote it down on a pad, I guess, because when I woke up in the morning, it was on the pad. I didn't even remember writing it down. And I said, that's the name. <laughs> that's what we're Fantastic. Going because that's the attitude. So um, Financially Fierce mostly does training and speaking. Um, I speak at various conferences and events. And then uh, companies and organizations hire me to come in and do various financial training. And I'll okay. give you kind of a quick example. Um, on one end, it could be I'm coming in to do some personal finance training with employees to help them learn how to better manage, manage their finances so that they can be less stressed, which then leads to in, an increase in productivity at the company. But I also do some, I guess you could call it business finance training, where I also work with new managers on understanding the financial aspects of their job, because often they got promoted to manager because they were good at what they do. You know, they're good at human resources or good at IT, but they don't have right. the financial background to understand the financial aspects of now being a manager. Um, so we kind of do both sides of it in terms of most of the work that we do. We do do some coaching with individuals, but that's the much smaller portion of our business. Okay. So you, you travel across the country then, I'm assuming, as far as uh, yes. clients. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, I was just today got contacted about speaking at an event in September, and I was looking at my schedule going, oh, so every other week between – September and October, I'm getting on a plane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have That's to do okay. that. I'm not tell complaining. You. Right. Yeah. I'm not complaining because it could be the other way around, and I have nothing to do and no work and no clients, so I'm not complaining. I will take it. Absolutely. And knowing that, uh, uh, just from speaking with you in the past, uh, finances is one of those things that is so critical in our lives, and yeah. it affects Every part of our lives. I mean, that that old yes. cliche of money makes the uh, world go round. Where in a sense yep. it does because it's so ingrained in everything that we do, from our home to our businesses to our children to our families to our to our everything. And if we don't address those issues or address uh, provide solution to some of the problems that people are having, uh, it, it's so much work out there. And to have someone else yeah. uh, doing the work I, is great. I tell people all the time, personal finance is no longer personal. It's not personal uh, anymore. Yeah, I agree. There, there was a point in time where your home finances really were very separate from everything else you were doing in the world. That no longer exists because these days, you know, depending upon the state you live in, you could have the insurance companies looking at your finances to determine what your auto insurance rate is. You could have a prospective employer looking at your finances to decide whether or not you get a job. Yeah. If, you know, like here in the D.C. area where I am, there are a lot of people who either work for the government or work for government contractors. Their finances determine whether they get and keep a security clearance for their job. You know, it, mm. it just permeates in so many ways that it's no longer personal. Right. I agree. I agree totally. I kind of am just thinking of a question I asked you then. Why do, why do you think that some people find it so hard to manage their money? 
Um, you know, it's funny because I, when I was practicing law, I got to a point where I started asking my clients certain questions to try to start to see if there were patterns that I noticed. Um, I think a couple of things happened. One, there's really no discussion about finances when you're growing up. If you think about it, the average family doesn't sit down with their kids, doesn't really teach them about finances, doesn't teach them about budgeting, and then you're kind of thrust out into the world, okay, go off to college, figure it out, good luck. (laughs) So you didn't learn about it at home. There's no class in school. There's no class, like mandatory. There's no mandatory class in school or mandatory class in college. And then you graduate and they send you off to a job and they go, well, figure it out yourself. Yeah. So you don't really get a sense of when was I supposed to learn this? When was I supposed to master the skill of mastering my money? When nowhere along the spectrum from the time I was born until I went out into the world and got my own job, did somebody say, oh, wait, let's sit down and explain to you? Um, You know, I was lucky. The high school I went to years ago, (laughs) well, years ago, I grew up in New York City, and they started a pilot program at that time called the Academy of Finance. And they put in classes. This was way back when it was starting. That's when I was in high school. Okay. So I ended up in my junior and senior year, in addition to, you know, whatever other classes, instead of some of the other random electives that you might have, I instead had classes on insurance and banking and accounting and things of that nature. You know, granted, I had a mom that talked about it, but even more so, because I had those classes, I was way more prepared than most of my friends when I got to college. And most schools, you know, you don't have that kind of experience where you're going to, even if you get a finance class, you get one. I got probably four or five in different, you know, financial topics by the time I graduated high school. Fantastic. It's so ironic you would bring up the Academy of Finance. Uh, if I didn't tell you, uh, I'm actually uh, uh, on the advisory board here locally uh, for the academy, with the Academy of Finance. We have about four high schools here in the area oh, wow. uh, that yeah that that has the uh, have the program, and we we just had a meeting today. It's so funny that that you would bring that up, and because uh, I do have I've had a uh, one program director on the show. Uh, last year that talked about the Academy of Finance, and I, I have been endorsing it since you know I've been involved with it for the last three to four years. And you're right, we're very fortunate that we were able to have things like that early on. Yes. Now, with my experience, I learned mine because I went into banking early, so that's where I, got, I actually right. got my understanding of money and how things work. But knowing that, you know, if you can go back. And instill some of these things early on, meaning have this discussion with, with your children, and hopefully the parents will learn, first of all, how to operate money, and then they're able to teach their children. And I call it change the generation, change the whole scope, yes. uh, the landscape yes. of how we manage money yes. and also. Uh, we have I to can... get also – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're fine. I was going to say in addition – the second part of it is we have to get past being embarrassed to talk about money. 
Yes. People don't like to talk about it with each other. Um, one of the rules that I instituted with my girlfriends and made it mandatory, and I told them I will stop being friends with you if I find that you're not adhering to this. I said to them, if one of us says, hey, what are you doing Saturday? Let's all grab dinner, you know. And if it really isn't in your budget to go to dinner, then you need to say that. Can't go this week, right. you know. I had to, the car needed to be fixed. I don't have the money. And right. nobody in the group is allowed to make you feel bad for saying that. Right. And then we could either decide, okay, we'll go another time when you have money, or sometimes what we do is the rest of us go, no problem, we'll cover your dinner. But right. nobody's allowed to stretch themselves beyond what they can afford. And if I, you know, I tell them, I said, this is not for you to play keeping up with the Joneses. We need to be able to be honest with each other. Hey, look, I just can't do that right now. I got to, you know, take care of my son's school tuition or whatever it is. Um, right. And then whomever's on the other side of that is not supposed to make the person feel bad because that's part of the problem. It's I don't want to say that I'm in a bind. And then the other side, you also don't want the person that you're telling your financial problem to, to make you, you know, make fun of you. So we've got to learn to have a conversation without people going, Oh, I'm going to get ridiculed or I don't want people to know because otherwise we're never going to really combat the problem. If people aren't being honest about where they're at. Oh, I agree. I, I call that having a safe place. I did a. Yeah. Um, I I had I was interviewed uh, regarding uh, my book that I wrote, and it talked about couples and how you know the man and the woman and talking about money. Uh, you don't want to sound foolish or come off you know in in a, in a negative way or negative light. But at the same time, you should not be, uh, you shouldn't have that feeling talking to someone of a friendly, of a friendly nature, or someone who has a great, you have a great relationship with. They should have a safe place to where, if they do something dumb, they're going to be made to feel dumb. Uh, if they exactly. have some, a, a quote unquote, dumb question, they are free to ask that question, and you're able to give an answer that doesn't make them feel like. Oh, that was a dumb question. So, yes, having right. a safe, being transparent, being open, being honest of where you are financially, because things don't always have to be at the same place. There's an opportunity to grow. But until we come to that place to where we assess where we are and be open and honest where we are, if you can't afford it, just can't, simply can't afford it. We'll, make it we, we'll do something else. I think that is, that is right. an ideal uh, method right there. But you're right. People yeah. are not willing to uh, face the fact that uh, where they are no. and uh, willing to make changes along the way. Very good point. Exactly. I, I think, and you've got to not just do it with your spouse or your significant other, but do it with your friends. Do it with your extended family, because otherwise things will always be a problem if we're playing that keeping up with the Joneses game. It doesn't work. Hey. Amen to that. But we need to say we need to ring that every morning in everybody's ears. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Do not yes. put with the Joneses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh goodness. Well, uh, Sonia, you know the time has spent here. I have, of course, some other questions to ask, but uh, I'm going to ask. Well, we'll just have if, to do it again. <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to ask. I gotta have. I gotta uh, open that invitation because uh, uh, I've. 
I think I made it maybe like two questions, and then of course some other questions that follow <laughs> suit. But I have some other things that I would love to ask. So, so you would be willing okay. to follow do a follow? Oh, perfect. Okay, we'll we'll talk Absolutely. offline on. <laughs> okay, Absolutely. great. Okay, well, well, as we're closing up tonight's segment, uh, do you have like any closing words uh, based upon our conversation tonight or just some words that maybe one or two points that you would like to uh, give to the listening audience uh, regarding money, regarding finance? Yes. Um, One is there – I like to spread this because most people don't know it exists. There is an association called the National Association of Consumer Advocates. Um, it is a national organization of attorneys across the country that help people when they have various financial disputes. And most of the time, you can get their um, help from the attorneys on a contingency fee basis, meaning they don't, you don't have to pay for them up front. It comes out of whatever settlements or things they manage to acquire for you. So I like to put that out there so that if somebody is going through a financial problem or dispute with one of their creditors or something is going on and they feel they need to talk to a consumer attorney, don't not do it because you think you can't afford it. There are plenty of times where you won't have to pay for the attorney. Just go look up the National Association of Consumer Advocates. So that's usually the tip that I like to give people because I recognize a lot of folks haven't heard about it and don't realize that resource is out there for them. Perfect. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And hopefully listeners, uh, if you if you need to go back and hear this uh, broadcast, please do that. But a uh, very good closing tip, very good closing words. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Sonia, for that. Now, how can oh, people you contact you? Okay. Oh, you're welcome. How can oh, people yes. contact you? Um, so my website is financiallyfierce.com. You can also find Financially Fierce on Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. So I'm, I'm there on social media. But the website itself is financiallyfierce.com. And I always encourage people to go there because we've got both a financial resources page with different information to help you depending upon the situation you might be in and also a um, coaching page in case you feel you need some financial coaching. Okay, perfect. Great. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Is anything on the horizon for you coming up in the next couple of months? As we... Yes, I'm speaking at a bunch of different places. I, I'm blessed. Okay. Um, I'm speaking at the Next Gen Conference where I'll be training some government employees on financial issues. Um, okay. I'll be speaking at another conference called CardCon to talk about ways um, – those in the media who write about financial issues, some of the things that they can help uh, bring out to the forefront to help people who are reading their blogs and articles. And I'll also be speaking at the Society for Financial Education and Professional Development. That is a mouthful. Yeah, go, (laughs) go. At their conference, and, and I'll be educating other financial coaches on various financial topics, so. I'll be doing quite a bit over the next several months. Okay, perfect. Great, great. Well, Sonia, again, thank you so much for uh, tonight uh, being a guest here. And, yes, when we uh, we would touch bases and we'll definitely have you back on again because I, I have some more questions and you have a wealth of knowledge uh, I think that all our listeners would greatly appreciate. 
I look forward to coming back. I had a great time, and I'd love to do it again. Great. Fantastic. All right. Well, that's a wrap for tonight. Uh, I want to thank you again so much for listening in to the Lionel Shipman Ship Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you've missed any of the past episodes of my show, you can catch them on the CWRTalkNetwork.com website. We can, you can also hear the shows uh, on Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. And if you have not connected with me, I encourage you again, reach out to me on social media at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also visit my website at www.shipmanconsulting.com and check out the, the new radio show promo. But also you can see a, a number of different things that I do and provide. And make sure that you stay tuned on Friday. I told you at the beginning of the show, starting in August, I will be doing what I call a Financial Friday Moment. It will be a short, like a minute or so video clip uh, addressing uh, some money or financial related topics or issues, something that I think that will hit home with all of us or some things that will uh, affect us in some form or fashion. But so make sure you reach out to me uh, through social media. Now, as I always close with every show, remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. Talk to you next week.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.